If you're anything like me, you've always had a sense that there was more to life, that there was more than what you saw, what you had experienced and what you had been exposed to. I never knew exactly where this yearning, this desire came from for more. And I didn't know exactly what that more was. I just knew that there was more for me. Well, God created each and every one of us with a specific purpose in mind. And that purpose, that's your more. See, there's more for me and there's more for you. So as we journey and draw closer to God, we'll get to know him. And as we get to know God better, we'll get to know ourselves better and understand ourselves better. And that's when it all begins to work together and it will be revealed to us. We will discover what the more is that God has for us. So let's continue to journey together. And as I discover the more that God has for me, I'm confident that you too will discover that God has more for you. Let the journey continue. Welcome to More For Me with yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? <laughs> oh, French, <laughs> he thinks he's funny. He kinda is, at least today. How you guys doing? Welcome to the studio. Um, we are several takes in and small sounds and little random things keep causing us to start over. But you know what? I'll keep on starting over as long as I can get to you. <laughs> What's going on? Kind of chilled this week. What about you? What's good in your neighborhood? Praying that all is well. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is not your first time, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. What are we going to get into this week? Um, I have this thought, but I'm not going to say that thought out loud. I'm going to move on to the next thought that I wanted to share. I had the privilege of attending a conference here recently, and the keynote speaker um, on the last day of the conference was uh, the one and only Andrea Lawful Sanders, uh, new to my radar, but her keynote speech, her presence, uh, kind of her vibe really just blessed me. So um, I wanted to share, at first it was like one of the things she had said I wanted to share and expound upon, but I'm going to share a couple of the nuggets that I uh wrote down, you know, if it isn't written, it isn't real. Take some notes. If you're not taking notes, write this down. If you are taking notes, of course you're writing it down. But anyway, uh, so a couple of things. I'm going to start, started from the bottom. Now we're here. I'm starting at the bottom. The four of the things she said, this isn't the, the totality of my notes, but I'll start at number four and then work my way to one. Because that's where I'm going to land that plane. Uh, we had one of those interrupt the recording as well. Now there's a kid at the door. But number four, always have a team around you that you can trust with everything. Always have a team around you that you can trust with everything. Don't hold onto things. Number three, this is number three. Don't hold on to things. Extract the lessons from it and move on. Number two, encourage your children. And number one was remain true to your authentic self. People won't like you, but if you stay true, your tribe will find you. Wisdom. 
waxed so eloquently. I've been pondering over some of these things here recently and seeing uh, it come to life in my life, whether they are things that I've already um, started to incorporate and or some things that I needed to pick up and really um, put in my roadside assistance kit, if you will, on my journey towards the destination of more that God has for me. I wanted to share this with you because it's very thought provoking. Of course, self-reflection is the best reflection. Be self-aware. Where am I now? Um, and then knowing where you're headed. So I believe that these are things that will bless you too, as we kind of talk through them. So number four, always have a team around you that you can trust with everything. Uh, sometime last year, I began to um, vigilantly, whoa, that's not coming out. My tongue was like, I'm going to take a break right here. I began to vigilantly seek after healthy community. There was a shift. I can't pinpoint the exact time. I'm going to be honest. I know for sure there were a subset of frustrations <laughs> that led up to this moment in time for me and or this, this shift, but that I began to desire to have hardcore healthy community. Now, I've always been one that not necessarily impressed by numbers in terms of, you know, like, oh, I got 80,000 friends. Like, I'm not impressed by numbers, but I want what I have to be of quality. Uh, my granny used to teach us, you know, hey, um, well, there was one thing she said, you know, if you're clean and you're pressed, that's what counts. But sometimes, even though she could make some things and would look at a secondhand store to see, you know, how to get something at a reduced price, uh, one of her favorite stores uh, was Hudson's, which later on became Marshall Fields, which is ultimately today Macy's. But she would go in there and she would drop some ducats, some dimes on good blouses or suits and things of that sort. Because quality things you're willing to invest in. And that's the way that I feel about the healthy community. It may not be a lot. I may not have a closet that runs over, but the pieces that are in that closet, are they quality and worth the investment? Um, whether or not I paid a lot or a little, how well do I steward them or take care of them? Grandma, I preach all day long with the life lessons that she handed out, things she shared verbally, but also like literally how she lived her life. But have a team around you that you can trust with everything um, and start with my, my my friends, my homies. And I really began to realize that, like, I was entering a season of my life and I see it more clearly now. But even back then, I knew that I was entering a season of my life where it mattered who was around me and who I let close to me. There could no longer be uncertainty about my relationship with a person, our standing, uh, their loyalty, uh, support, and or belief in me and what God was calling me to. And so that resonated with me because the example that she utilized was when she was pivoting in business that there were people that she trusted to go into uh, behind closed doors and pour out her heart, the pivot for her dreams, where her life was going next, her career, and that she could share with these folk, talk it through, work out some stuff, come out like, boom, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm moving. And trust that everybody in that room had her best interest at heart and weren't going to take what she had poured out and literally steal it and or come against it. So 
Do you have people around you that you can trust with everything? Not some things, but everything. If so, make sure you keep those people close. If not, if you don't have people around you that you can trust with everything, legit, stop giving them everything that you have. You can withhold just you and the good old Lord, good sweet Jesus, just you and God until you find that, that circle, those folk, that core people that you can trust with everything. Number three, don't hold on to things. Extract the lessons from it and move on. This one, I loved this point. I'm going to tell you why. Because here, more for me with Kat and Nicole, I believe that life presents you with opportunities to become a better version of yourself, no matter what you face, good or bad. And as she was sharing that point, I'm like, yo, this is what I'm trying to live out. There's some ups, some downs, some potholes, uh, blowouts on the road, all these things as you journey towards the destination of more that God has for you. But you can't dwell on the negative. You can acknowledge it. You can still be impacted by it. Yes, all those things are true. But what can you extract from it and then move on. Not to sit in that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about it, right? My therapist is like, you got to learn to sit in your emotions. Yes, I will sit in my emotions. I will learn, grow, and move forward stronger on this journey. Better than I was before. But I can't stay there. So I, that one resonated with, with me and my heart. But uh, a great reminder from us, for us, excuse me. Don't hold on to things. Extract what you need from it and move on. Technically, saying it again that time, I'm like, it's also a little bit different, right? From what we uh, talk about here and how we operate about becoming a better version of yourselves, right? Because don't hold on to things. That's being caught up in bitterness and unforgiveness. Don't hold on to that stuff. Letting that baggage drag you down. Take from it what you will, even if it was a hard lesson. How can you become better and move on from that thing? Number two, encourage your children. That's just wisdom right there. Um, whatever it is that they're trying to do. Uh, it's funny as I think about it. We uh, we heavily steward and guide our children. Uh, that's Team Thompson, French and I. But this early on in their lives, our encouragement is truly um, uh, modeled in how we embrace the things that they're interested in. And some things are a little slower going because you can't do everything at one time. However, um, little French being interested in photography, right? He went from having uh, his dad's old, like just point and shoot camera, the last of the Mohicans that were around this house to actually for his eighth birthday, getting a, uh, a Nikon camera where he can um, begin to take pictures. His dad gave him a, a, a second lens. He has his bag. They've gone and they hung out, but he has some interest in it. So let's entertain that and encourage him in what it is that he enjoys. Even if he's like, not a photographer extraordinaire, what's being built up in him is that if you have an interest in something, pursue it. It's worth taking the time to explore and really get good at that thing. Practice it, enjoy it, indulge, and also bless other people with it. 
He's able to incorporate things. He walks around the house shooting video and taking pictures mainly of his sister, um, but he includes the rest of us as well. And so those are just cool things. One way of encouraging your children, but um, whether or not you have uh, children through birth or they're young people around you, who are you encouraging? What are you encouraging them in? Number one, remain true to your authentic self. People won't like you. But if you stay true, your tribe will find you. This is literally where we were going to sit the whole episode. But as I was rereading my notes from the, um, the keynote, I was like, oh, I should share some of these other nuggets. Remain true to your authentic self. Uh, last year, one of the things that I also concluded was that I no longer wanted to be around people that I did not feel comfortable, excuse me, comfortable being my authentic self, even as the evolution of my understanding of who I am and how I want to show up continues to happen, I have to ensure that I'm around people that can appreciate and embrace that. Otherwise, it's a drain on me. And I'm life is draining enough. I'm not about to sign up for anything else that's unnecessary. So remain true to your authentic self. Um, I think a part of our life's journey is understanding and learning who your authentic self is. Yes, it changes and evolves over time, but at some point, you may not even know at all. And so um, (laughs) who I think I am today or how I show up, I also need to be around people who can, who, who welcome me changing and evolving. You ever been around somebody who mad because you're evolving and growing? Not like you change, like you different. You used to like us, now you hate us, or you talk about us. It. Not that type of stuff, but like literally. Like I'm becoming a better version of myself and somebody is upset with it, frustrated by it. They want me to be the, the old me, the former self. Um, you got to be, be be aware of those type of people because um, they're not building you up and taking or helping you uh, move forward on your journey towards the destination of more that God has for you. But she said, people won't like you. Even for people who aren't people pleasers, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a people pleaser, but there's always been a part of me that wanted to be liked. There are things that roll through my head at times. You know, I'll say something. People catch straight forward and, you know, she's going to tell you she's going to hold you accountable. But sometimes I'm slow to do those things because I'm thinking about being liked. When she said that, and it was She's a straight shooter. I loved it. People won't like you, period. Now she said, but blah, 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 blah. Like there's something after that, but still like, it's a fact. Like people won't like you. You're not for everybody. And it's something I used to say at times, but it can be easy to forget that and move away from it. So let's just go ahead and and let that sink in. Everybody's not going to like you. Some people won't have a reason for not liking you. Actually, at that same conference in one of the breakout sessions, um, we were talking about uh, basically leading through trauma, whether or not it's your trauma and or the trauma of the employees that you may have and things like that. Like, how does it all come together and understanding and being aware of these things, how you show up in, in, in leading? But the young lady that uh, that led that that breakout session, she spoke to how there are certain things that happened in her childhood and to this day, even as a manager, like there's certain 
types of people or things that she hasn't grown to a place like where she can connect and engage with that person in a healthy manner. So she literally minimizes her time around people of that sort, right? There's nothing that that person specifically did. It's connected to her past and where she is with that. So sometimes it just is what it is. It's nothing that you did specifically. Sometimes it's just being you. Um, But either way, no matter what it's connected to, like people will not like you. Receive it. And that's okay. She went on to say, but if you stay true to your authentic self, that is, your tribe will find you. And she called it a tribe, but you may hear people talk about their core, their family, their homies, whatever vernacular you choose to use or verbiage you choose to use to express who that is. If you stay true to your authentic self, those people who are uh, meant to be with you, whether for a season, reason or a lifetime, whatever length of time that is, they will find you. Just continue to remain true to you, even the evolving version of yourself. I've been thinking about that uh, more so here recently because I am continuing to evolve and grow, which is absolutely a good thing. But it leads me to a place of reassessing um, the people that are around me and that I let close to me. I am understanding that God wants to utilize me in a certain way. And there are, um, let's call it different distances uh, between me and people. The closer we are, the closer you can be, but that I can still, and this is something that is more of a new concept for me, uh, but that I can still um, engage and connect with someone without having them come all the way in and be that close to me. Um, So appreciating that and understanding that sometimes those positions and places that people uh, may occupy in your space, that they may shift over time, but being able to reassess and say, hey, for where I'm going, for where I am in this season, is this relationship still serving me well? Am I still able to remain true to my authentic self and show up as the version of Kat Nicole that God is calling me to be in at this time around said persons? My word for 2022 is becoming. And so as I continue to become who God has called me to be, who should be around and who should be there. And I'm very thankful for those people that I have around um, and that are consistent and faithful in my life um, and support and love and encourage me along this journey. But I pose the question for you. Are you being true to your authentic self? Are you waiting for your tribe to find you? Or are you forcing it with people who don't belong in your tribe, on your homieship, in your crew, your clan, your fam, your peoples. Great food for thought. You're never too young, too old, immature, mature to assess the situation. I think it's one of those points that we should be um, continually assessing, not in a negative way, like toxic and looking for something negative, but to ensure that um, the healthy community that you have remains just that a healthy community. We think about uh, think about some fruit where it's like, man, I'm gonna have those blueberries. <laughs> I'm gonna have those blueberries tomorrow. And then that next day you go in there and then like you look at one of the bunch and it started to get mold on it, right? 
that good thing, that healthy thing that you were looking forward to that was a great thing at one point in time, or right now it has mold on it. So how good is that for me? Always continually assessing. Give it a try. So that's all you girls been thinking about this week and wanted to to let you in on the journey and where I'm at these days, but encourage you to to take make the time to reflect. Uh, let's run through those four things again. Always have a team around you that you can trust with everything. Don't hold on to things. Extract the lessons from it and move on. Encourage your children. And last, number one, remain true to your authentic self. People won't like you, but if you stay true, your tribe will find you. I hope that this bless you guys this week and it gives you something to, to think about. Uh, it may be something that you want to share with the with a friend, with the homie and encourage them. Let them in on what we've been uh, talking about as we journey towards the destination of more that God has for each and every one of us. I appreciate you kicking it with me yet again another week. Looking forward to next week where I hope that you'll join me here. Same mode, same time, same place. But until we meet again, remember, God has more for me and God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care. With everything that we face in life, both good and bad, we are presented with an opportunity to become a better version of ourselves. It's up to us, though, to make the time to seize those opportunities. I hope that this episode helped increase your level of self-awareness, encouraged you, and even challenged you. Now, I would like to connect further with you. There are a few ways in the show description that you can do just that. Make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. You can also rate and review the show. Thank you so much and continue to journey with me.